We numbered many in the ship. Some spread the sails, some pulled together. The mighty oars, t'was blasted weather. The rudder in the steady grip, our helmsman silently was steering. The heavy galley through the sea, while I, from doubts and sorrows free, sang to the crew. Pushkin. September 16, 1920, somewhere on the Atlantic Ocean. Dear Tova, the ship is excellent. I have a little room with a bed bolted to the floor and a table that folds out. A small round window looks out over the sea. But who wants to stay, stay shut up in a cabin when there is so much to do? Such a lounge there is with a player piano and polished wooden counters. The lounge reminds me of your salon back in Bertichev, only much larger. There are dances at night, and the passengers whirl about on the parquet floor. During the day, a young sailor named Pieter puts brushes on his feet, and he dances all alone, polishing and waxing. As he works, he sings and tells jokes to me. Out on the deck are chairs for days of reading. They are bolted down like my bed, so they won't shift in heavy seas. Of course, we've had nothing like heavy seas since we boarded, just clear skies and a gentle breeze. Sometimes, Pieter says, there are storms so fierce, I think the ship will break apart. Pieter is such a joker. I am never certain whether to believe him or not. We trade songs, and Pieter teaches me little dances when he is not out on watch. He is like another brother to me, only he is better somehow than a brother, though his, he teases every bit as much as Saul does. But it doesn't annoy me when Pieter teases. I like it. If I sit down in one of these chairs with our pushkin, Pieter rushes over and tucks a blanket around my legs. Is there anything else I can do for you, Miss Rivka? He asks. He treats me like a little Tsarina. Me, Rivka Nabrat. Sometimes I pinch myself. Only in Hannah's games did I feel so special. How Hannah would love this. Tova, you would too. The ocean is so big. Everywhere you look in every direction swells this dark billowing water. It rises and falls as if it were breathing, and the ship skate, skates over the surface. I worried that perhaps I would feel seasick. I heard so many stories and some others on the ship complain, but I do not feel the least bit ill. I feel healthier than I have ever felt in my entire life, even if I don't have any hair on my head. Today I had the most interesting conversation with Pieter. He had a few minutes before he went on duty and we walked around the deck talking. He told me he had nine brothers. No sisters, I asked. No, he said. Mama kept looking for a girl, but we kept coming out boys. I told him about Isaac and Asher and Reuben and Nathan and Saul. And then there is me, I said. All those sons and then a daughter, Pieter said, you are a treasure to your mama and papa and to your brothers. I've never met my brothers Isaac and Asher and Reuben, I told Pieter. They left for America before I was born, so I don't know if I'm a treasure to them. But I assure you, I am no treasure to my brother Saul. To Nathan, maybe, but not to Saul. Can you imagine, Tova? 
me, a treasure. I told Pieter, really, I don't believe anyone in my family thinks of me as a treasure. Pieter said, if this is true, then your family is blind. I lowered my eyes for modesty's sake, but I couldn't help the smile that tugged at my lips, Tova. Pieter said, you are such a brave girl, Rivka, and so clever to have managed on your own. I had told him about our escape from Berdachev and about the typhus and how Mama and Papa had to leave me behind. I would not be so clever, Pieter said, to learn so many languages. You speak Flemish better than I do, and I have lived in Belgium all 17 years of my life. Again with the languages, Tova. Why do people always make such a to-do? Pieter, I said, you are full of nice words, but I am not certain I deserve them. You call me brave, but I will tell you what is brave. My Aunt Anna is brave, and my little grandmother. They are brave to stay in Russia and to live with the hatred for the Jews. They are clever, too, so much more clever. And Berdachev, you must be clever simply to stay alive. For me, since I've left Berdachev, my life has been easy, except that I've been apart from Mama and Papa. I've met with such kindness. No, I am not so brave, Peter. If I were brave, I would have stayed in Russia. Maybe, Pieter said, maybe they are very brave, the ones you have left behind in your homeland. But are they clever? My cousin Tova is very clever, I told Pieter. She has chosen to stay. I am a simple boy, Pieter said. I can't learn the speech of other countries the way you can. I can only travel back and forth across this big ocean. I do not know much. But to me, Rivka? You seem very brave and very clever indeed. Then Pieter bent over and kissed me right on my lips, Tova, a warm kiss with the soft blonde hairs of his mustache tickling me. Just for a moment, I hoped the ship would never arrive in America and I could go on sailing with Pieter across this wide green ocean forever. But when I looked up, Pieter's face was red. I have work to do, he said, stammering. He hurried away, leaving me standing on the deck. I don't understand. What did I do that Pieter should run away? How clever can I be, Tova? The more I know, the more confused I get. I returned to my cabin and opened our pushkin. I tried to find a poem that said what I was feeling. Sometimes when I read Pushkin's poems, I want to write poems of my own. I wonder if I dare to do such a thing. Saul always says I talked and talked without saying any, without anything to say. But sometimes I do have something to say, and I feel as if I will explode if I don't write down what is in my head and in my heart. Soon I will be in New York City, America. Soon I will be with Mama and Papa and all my giant brothers. Nathan and Saul and Isaac and Asher and Reuben, brothers I don't even know. In America, maybe I will write poems. Shalom, my cousin, Rivka.